Welcome to the Jesus Show. Not that one. This is a check. This is what I do before I start a show. I go check, 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 check. To see if I can hear myself correctly. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I hope you liked last week's episode, which was a Jesucito episode. Muy, muy, muy pequeño episode. I guess it wasn't that pequeño. It was 40 minutes or 41 minutes, I guess. But it was our first episode with video. Today we're trying something else a little different. We're doing, obviously, the video. You can see me. Hey, guys. But instead of recording myself during the interview, I'm using the Zoom video for the interviews. We're going to do that for the next two episodes just to see how it works. If the video quality isn't that good or if it doesn't cut back and forth correctly, like cut to, my, cut to me then cut to the guest how I want it, then I'm going to do this. I'll talk into the camera and then I'll have, you know, I'll have my guest here on my laptop and then I'll cut it together and then it'll be like movie magic and then you guys wouldn't have known so i guess i shouldn't have told you yeah whatever now you know so we're going to get into it well actually before we get into it i want to again just take take care of some business on the front end please guys make sure to subscribe to the podcast make sure you're following me on instagram and twitter i have the youtube channel make sure you're following me there and yeah just rate and subscribe if you can write a review, let me know, hey, I like it, and you know, give me some stars. Or if you don't like it, say, hey, it's shitty, and fix this and that, and then I may listen to you. I'm probably not gonna listen to you, but hey, maybe, who knows, I might. So today's guest is my good friend, Josh Guessman. He has a podcast called Corner of the Galaxy. So go check that podcast out. I met him years ago, I believe 2013. Uh, I talk about it in the interview with him. Uh, he just We just talk about soccer, talk about some Galaxy stuff, and I hope you guys enjoy it. All right, everybody, we're back, and my guest for today is Mr. Josh Gessman. Hey, Jesse, how's it going, buddy? Yeah, I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing, uh, you know what? Surviving. Survive. I, I'd like to say I'm doing great because I'm healthy. My family's healthy. Everything so far is, is good. Yeah. Um, but, but there's still too much out there to say I'm great. I'm perfect, but I'm, I'm close enough. Uh, same. I feel the same. I'm, great, I'm, great way to put it. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm thankful that I'm in yes. the position that I'm in right now. So, so that's, yes. that's a good thing. I agree with you. So let's start off with how did we meet? Do you remember how we met? <sighs> I, you know, it, I don't. And, and I was thinking about that whenever we started, whenever we, you said we were going to do this. And I was like, yeah. I don't remember the first time we met. I don't know if it was just social media that led us to meeting because that's how I meet most galaxy people that yeah. I know of. Right. And so um, and most people who have become my friends is, is basically through that social media and through that circle. So I would imagine it's that way. But you were you're you're relatively young in my podcasting career in terms of when we we overall met. So, yeah. So um, for everybody yeah. that doesn't know, you have the corner of the galaxy podcast. Yes. yes. And how long have you been doing it? 
Uh, this is season number 13 for us, oh. and we're at 820 shows, I think, 821, 822. Yeah. Okay. That's, so, that's, a that's a rough estimate, by the way. We're never going to pretend that that's like an actual, <laughs> but, you know, from right right around that. So, so when we're done with the interview off air, I'm going to ask you a couple tips and tricks. <laughs> You know, I, I was saying, you, you know, we were talking about what we wanted to talk about. And while I love talking about soccer and I yeah. do it, you know, twice a week and I have for, for quite a long time, um, I like talking about podcasting almost as much as I like talking about soccer. So oh, good. Whatever. Yeah, actually, I like talking. Let's let's not qualify. Let's, quantify let, let's be serious about like it. <laughs> so you're right. I believe I did it. I was thinking about it and I was talking with Ali and I said, I don't necessarily remember how. But yes. I know it was how, how we met, but I know it was through social media. Yes, it had to have been. I mean, that was back when Twitter was, you know, the the savior of the world where um, I had friends all over the world that I'm sure I could have stayed at their houses. Yeah. Uh, one, one of my one of my Twitter friends, uh, Mr. J Sykes, um, actually, the first time I ever met him was me picking him up at the airport. So that way he could stay at my parents' house for a, oh, really? for a galaxy weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, nice. And, and Zach Woosley. Um, who who really helped me along my podcasting journey. The first time I ever met him in person, yeah. that same day earlier, whenever I picked him up from the airport, so that way he could stay at oh, my wow, mom's house, nice. mom and dad's house. So yes, so so yes, it's not it's not uncommon for me, you know, back in the day when yeah, Twitter yeah. was a normal place. Well, um, fun fact, a couple of fun yeah. facts. I tweeted one time at because so I used to have a Twitter, yes, and then I got rid of it because I didn't wasn't really Why? using it. Yes, I agree. And then now with the show, I'm like, Ali was like, well, you should get a Twitter. I was like, fuck, I guess I'll get a Twitter. <laughs> but I, I was gonna, say, it's it's a horrible thing. Everybody's, you know, one of the big things right now is like to leave Facebook, and I would leave Facebook in a heartbeat. <laughs> I'm like, but I got the show, and yeah. I have the page, and I have to have yeah. Instagram, and I have to have you know all these other things. The only thing I haven't done is TikTok because I'm not cool enough. So other than that, I have all the rest of them. You know, I tried TikTok. My friend Rachel, she's a fellow mm -hmm. flight attendant. She told me, hey, try TikTok. Mm -hmm. I, di I didn't get it. I mean, I don't, I We're get old. it, but I, no. but I was like, I don't know how to like, no, and my, I'm my 38 wife, now. I'm like, mm. my wife gets it. She's young. She's like six years younger than me. She gets it. She doesn't do same, it, but she gets it. Same with Allie. She yeah. gets it. She's, she's telling me, she's like, baby, you got to look at this and that. And I just sit there and I'm like, uh-huh. Well, yeah. Well, well, cool. well, let's, let's remember both things, both things about our significant others. Uh, they're smarter than us. They're younger than us. They're cooler yes. than us. Um, I follow, yes. I, I follow Ali <laughs> on Instagram as we were talking about. Um, I do not follow. Why would I follow you? That yeah, would, no, no, why, no, that you makes shouldn't. no sense. Yes. Um, and I'm sure my wife is way cooler on Instagram too. I don't follow her on Instagram. That would be, that's too much. We're, we see each other all the time. Yeah. Yeah, of course. But so it was, it was through social media. Oh, I was mm -hmm. going to say, I tweeted out, um, one time I tweeted out to tweeted to Chad Barrett mm -hmm. when he was on the team and he replied and we had like maybe a, conversation. a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. We're like back and forth. He got a new car and I was like, oh, hey, now it's nice sound system. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then I, I tweeted uh, Stuart Holden and um, oh, the other guy that's on the show. Older Alexa, guy, blonde Alexa, hair. Uh, no. uh, uh, Rob, Rob, Rob Stone. Stone. Rob Stone. Stoner. Absolutely. And I'd always see him at the gym. Uh -huh. Hermosa when I would go I was like oh hey it's and I give him a little little wave yep uh but yeah the way I met you I, it was something either Instagram or Twitter some it had to be it, one it was Twitter it was Twitter because Instagram wasn't like that was it a thing, thing right okay yeah, well, yeah 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 so so it was Twitter I'm, I'm sure 
you asked something about, you asked a question to the actual LA Galaxy account and me being the overzealous uh, attacker that I am was sort of like, here, let me help you out. I can give you yeah. the answers for that because they're <laughs> not going to get back to you. The whole day. I've stopped doing that, by the way, because I've grown up and I'm an adult now. So, um, I, but, but, I, but sometimes I will help if you have out. a couple of glasses of wine or a beer too, maybe you'd be like, hey, you know what? Let me take this. I got this. Drunk, drunk tweeting used to be a thing, and I remember subscribing to that lifestyle back in the day. So, oh, yes, I, that's, I did yes, it. That's I did a couple times. No, obviously. So, so we met online, mm -hmm. and then I told you I was going through my chemotherapy. I remember this. I don't, I, so I feel like did you DM me or did you send me an email? Like there was something. I want to say it was longer than just like a tweet or something like that. It it could have been a direct message. Wow. I really, I mean, I want to say that I remember exactly, but I don't. Mm -hmm. Right. But I told you what I was going through. And I told you, I started listening to your podcast and I would listen to it when I would, when I was, you know, receiving my treatment. Right. And I would put my, I put my beanie over my eyes because I didn't want to see the bag mm -hmm. and the IV. And so I'd sit right. there and I just put my, my headphones in and I just listened to you and it, it got me thinking of other things. I know I was, right. you know, doing that shit. And, but when I was listening to you, it took my mind off of everything. Right. So I believe I shared, I, I mean, I shared that with you. Right. And then when you send me the package, do you remember sending, sending I me do, the package? So, so there's, it's a, it's a funny story. One is, um, I feel, do you remember what year it was? Cause I'm, I'm trying to remember off the oh, top man. of my head. I want to, I, I, I think it was 2013. Okay. So, I mean, we started the podcast in 2009. Okay. Um, I started to be an actual soccer reporter person in like 2012, whenever I finally got press credentials. So 2013 is what relatively early in my oh, wow. you know, sort of existence in that, um, yeah. in that whole space. So um, I remember getting the message and being like, well, like, do I have enough pool to get any of this stuff done? Like, yeah. I'm like, well, we, ha we have to do something for Jesse. Like, and it wasn't, you know, I'll be honest. One of it is certainly was, was part of it was seeing your message and wanting to help you. But, but the other part of that, that was, well, how much pull do I have? At the time, we were the only Galaxy podcast. There wasn't one yeah. out there. We'd been rolling for a time. We had a pretty loyal following. Oh, you guys were gonna... the only ones? Oh, we, we, so, so the, just the, let's make sure we stay on this topic, but to go back, um, okay. the original LA galaxy podcast or somebody who covered the LA galaxy was Dave Denholm. Den Dave Denholm was, um, was, and is a radio personality, um, who has done Southern California radio, uh, who was, uh, at ESPN for a while. And he did oh, wow. an LA galaxy podcast, um, when he was at ESPN, it was like one of the first podcasts. This is pre 2009 podcasts almost weren't a thing. Yeah. Right. So one of the first ones ever was Dave Denholm and he did it for a while and then it went away because realistically there was nobody there to listen and yeah. understood this was before the whole podcast boom. So when we came on because somebody asked us to do one and I had a co-host at the time or, or a friend uh, at the time, uh, Jared Dubois, who we had never met in person before we even started doing the podcast. Yeah. OK, um, I, I remember that name. Yeah. So so Jared. So Jared and I. Um, you know, started doing this and it was horrible. Our first couple of months, just, just ridiculously bad. And we sent it to the guy who asked for it. We're like, here it is. It's bad. You don't need to do anything with it. We understand yeah. the whole deal. Thanks for, thanks for thinking of us. Really appreciate it. And, and the guy goes, the guy publishes it and goes, okay, give me another one for next week. And it's like, okay, so I guess we're going to do this. <laughs> and so we got better and, you know, obviously we did it. And so we had taken off. So by the time we got to 2013, um, I was, my first year in the press box was 2012. So I'd started to 
understand who the who the people were. I knew okay. some of the players. I, I, you know, I I had developed some relationships in there. And so you sending me that was like the first time anybody sent me something that one meant anything. I mean, really was sort of like, hey, this is real. Like yeah. I, I talk about a game and I podcast for fun. Um, life is not serious for me. 99% of the time, I don't have to take it seriously. And here's yeah. somebody who is going through a tough time in their life. And I have a chance to make it better just a little bit. And I'm like, you know, it's not going to be much, but it, it'll, it'll be a little bit. And I also want to see how much pull I have around the organization <laughs> to see what I can get. Yeah, of course. Right. And so I emailed because yeah, you got to test it out. You can't just you, not. You, you don't know. I mean, I figured, you know, at the time I was sort of like I'd sit in the corner and I wouldn't say I wouldn't ask questions. And Bruce Arena scared me and, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and, and we would do that and it was fine. And I was just sort of in awe of everything. I didn't know what I was doing. We, yeah. were, we were young men back then, Jesse. <laughs> um, so, you know, the, the whole deal. And so <clears throat> I remember going to the galaxy and saying, Hey, I have a listener who's going through a tough time. I get sort of told, run down, ran down your story. And I said, yeah. I have an Omar Gonzalez bobblehead here at the studio at my well, studio at that time. It was like my upstairs uh, room much like it is here. Um, and I go, I have one. How about I bring it and can you get it signed by Omar? And then I want to send it to him. And they're, they're like, yeah, absolutely. No problems. And so then I went around the room and got like a whole bunch of just basically like season ticket stuff that had been yeah. given to me or stuff like that. I threw it all in a box. Um, and then I went to the galaxy and I took my Omar bobblehead. And uh, one of the guys is like, here you go. It's all taken care of. And I'm like, I'm like, cool. And I go, we'll just have them sign this. And they're like, no, no, we got you. We got you one already. Here it is. We just had them sign one he had and we just oh, wow, gave nice. it to you to do it. So the galaxy gave you that one. I didn't have to part with one of mine, which was nice. You know, again, See, almost I never, I never one. knew that part. Almost had to give something away, Jesse. How dare I? Um, but no, threw a whole bunch of other stuff in the in the box, and then we just, just sent you a box. It wasn't a big box, but there was a whole bunch of little things in there that were the galaxy. Dude, it meant I opened it and I I remember. You know, I saw it was from you and I thought, oh, cool. I just thought it was really cool that you even thought about sending something. And I was like, oh, the, you know, whatever it is, I'm going to love it. And then I opened it up and it was, um, I think it was a couple scarves, yep, which probably. I still have. Uh -huh. It was uh, some of the stickers from Corner of the Galaxy. And then I, I see think them. I think those were the original stickers, by the way. If you still have those collector's items, for sure. I think I think I have two. I think they're in my file cabinet i believe so, i believe i still have them somebody just sent me a dm who was moving and sent me a picture of one of the original stickers that oh really had, like in the <laughs> it was in the box format not in the circle format and stuff nice. like that They're like look what i just found and i'm like i'm like oh my god that's amazing so yeah i know now i know of three in existence the two that you have there you go and and the one that john arnold has in his filing cabinet apparently and then i pulled out i pull out the bobblehead and i see you know Omar Gonzalez, I was like, oh, wow, he's one of my favorite players. Right. This is really cool. And then Ali goes, did he sign it? And I went, no. And then I looked and I went, oh, my God. And I started, like, tearing up. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Because I had never, first off, I had never gone through anything like that. Right. And then to see somebody like you, which I didn't, I didn't, know, I didn't know you enough to just be like, hey, can you send me this or that? Right. And then for you to send it, dude, it meant the world to me and i still have all of it and every time i every time i look at it you know like if i'm moving stuff around i'll tell ali hey remember that one time when josh it's like yeah <laughs> i remember like oh that's that's really sweet that's so i wanted cool. to tell you on air hmm. thank you very much and i wanted to share that little story with you no i mean thank you for that uh it, it 
because I, you I really, definitely impacted my life with not only the show but sending me the gift that was that was I mean, the, the gift is a, is like throwaway stuff. It, I mean, it means something to you and it, and it certainly means something. It's just my 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 saying that is that I, I was hoping the gesture would be more than just what the gift was. And that, you know, if, oh, yeah. if you were having a, a tough time, maybe it would just help a little bit. Right. That, oh, was, it that was all I was supposed to be doing. A couple of um, times I took the bobblehead. I think I took it twice to my treatment and mm -hmm. I put it on the little table right. that I had. And then, you know, like I'd wear one of the scarves mm -hmm. just because I it was again, it was. I'm listening to, to the podcast. Right. And I have these little things that mean something to me because I, I mean, I love the galaxy. Right. And I guess I said, or I guess I should say I loved the galaxy. Uh, yeah. Cause you, cause you moved on. Cause you're, you're cheating on, on them now with somebody else. Who are you cheating on them? You're in Vegas. There's no MLS team there. No, but AJ's with the revolution now. I, yeah, well, you're an AJ De La Garza fan. I mean, yeah. there's, listen, there's plenty of LA galaxy fans who are AJ De La Garza fans. And he's Very back true. with Bruce and Kurt. And I mean, it's just which is crazy. That, yeah, I mean, we, you, you it was he, AJ was either going to come back to the galaxy, which I think a lot of people were hoping, or he was going to go to Bruce. I mean, him going to Bruce was with New England was not a surprise, and yeah. everybody was like, "Duh!" As soon as it <laughs> happened, because Bruce did that whenever he got he got the galaxies. He went out and got guys who he knew who they were, who knew like what, sort of what they could do, and bring them onto the team. So him getting AJ was was nothing. So yeah, um, and and and. The, the connection that, of course, that I have with AJ. One is covering the team. AJ was one of the second guests I think we ever had on the podcast. I think the oh, first wow. one was, okay. was, was Brian Jordan. Um, and then we got AJ. And then I think we ran through all the all the bros there, which was like AJ and Sean Franklin. Um, Hector. And, yeah, yeah, I think Hector. Maybe, I don't know if we ever got Hector on or not. Um, I'm but trying yeah, to get yeah. Hector on this. Hector Hector's great. I mean, that's another guy who's like, you know, always a galaxy underrated galaxy player. Oh, yeah. Um, but but, you know, that thing. But then my wife went to the University of Maryland and oh, that's she, right. And she was there when Omar and AJ, and AJ played and AJ played. Not only that, she was AJ's either upstairs or downstairs neighbor in the dorm. Oh really? Yeah, I confirmed this one time. She was she was mortified, but we went to an event and I got to bring my wife and yeah. I, I grabbed AJ. I'm like, AJ, this is my wife. She says, I'm like, she, I'm like, she was full of it the whole time. I'm catching this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get her on this. I'm like, she says that you were her, that she, you know, you, she was your upstairs neighbor or downstairs yeah. neighbor. And he's like, Yep, I think I remember you. And I was like, No way, it's oh, true. Wow. Yeah, so you so. weren't lying. Okay. I so, yeah, I know. So you know, <laughs> then I married her. So, you know, that was the test. If she was yeah, lying about course. AJ, she was gone, but um, and then that so, night's yeah. when you said, will you marry me? Okay, yes. yes, let's let's go. That's right. I was like, this is that was your test right there. AJ <laughs> said it was okay. I asked him. And so um, so we did that. But no, I mean, yeah, it's it's it, going back to to the stuff. It was it was fun for me to do that. It's still fun for me to do that. Although I will tell you that this year it has been a lot less fun just in trying to do that, because instead of getting the stuff where maybe we can help out an individual um, it's been helping out families who have lost uh, family members to COVID. I've yeah. probably, I've probably tweeted out and, and done and, and contributed to galaxy fans, maybe four or five different ones. in just the last maybe six months. And like, it's that type of stuff where it's like, I really want to help and you really want to try to do something because um, it, it, it means so much to these people yeah. and I can just see everybody getting just 
just beat over the head with it. And it, it's tough. I mean, uh, one of the guys probably around the same time you that, that we met or, or that we started hanging out. Um, one of the guys uh, I had met, I met him and his dad. I remember like one of the first people I ever really met was this guy and his dad. Um, and I found out that his dad passed away to COVID, you know, like last month and stuff like that. And oh, wow. he, his family needed help with the whole thing. And so, you know, we were able to push that one over the line. They needed like $20,000 and the galaxy family sort of came together with that and with the podcast pushing stuff and helping out. Um, oh, of nice. course his friends and family, I think we got it up over $25,000 or something like that, which is great, oh, but, great. but you see other ones that also need that help that are, yeah. that are that you can't push across the line, no matter how much you sort of try to do that. And so, um, I'm glad that it made a, a difference and I'm glad that we can, we can help. Like I said, this is supposed to be a fun game. This is supposed to be inconsequential. Um, but the people who are around our podcast who are around the LA galaxy, um, they, they come together for these things. And so I, I was, the galaxy jumped on the chance to do it. Um, and so, and you know, luckily it turned out well this time. Cause I have, I think there was one before you where we sort of threw our weight behind something. Um, and it turned out, uh, the girl was, uh, catfishing people pretending to be other people. And she had lied about all this stuff. And I think Mike McGee gave her a Jersey what? because we had, a, Oh dude, it's a crazy story. And I, I don't know, there might be like, um, non-disclosure agreements between everybody now, whenever <laughs> you go through it, but yes, craziness, oh, craziness. Yes. She was pretending to be her brother. Here, okay, here, here's the, here's the basic. Let me, I'll do basic real quick. Okay. She, she said that she had a job where a killer whale jumped on her or something like that, or the flipped the boat and then she got hurt. And then she also had a brain tumor. I think that's correct. Um, and so then we were trying to help her and do stuff. And at that time she was also catfishing one of my friends who was, who was a girl. Uh, and she was saying that she was her fake brother. So the catfish girl was, was her fake, was her fake brother who was climbing Mount Everest. I love this because the more you say things closer what? together, it makes no sense. <laughs> that's insane. I think we were all drunk during those like <laughs> six months that everything happened. That's the only thing I can sort of say, oh, but that is crazy. the general gist of things. Um, yeah. And then of course she, she moved away to become a fan of a rival team. So there you go. Oof. Yes. Good times. Right. Okay. That's, that, that's a ride. So that time when we it helped out like... didn't work out so well. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was before you sent me the stuff. Yes. Yes. Oh, I think it was. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. So see, we... I can only hold See now. Now I can imagine you going, fuck, I hope this guy has cancer. I hope he has cancer. I hope he has cancer. And then you meet me and you're like, oh, hey, okay, you really did. Okay, okay. thank God, normal people. Well, my wife always laughs because there, there's two types of people whenever it comes to like social media. There's people who are exactly like their social media um, presence. And there are people who are nothing like their social media presence, right? Like the complete polar opposite. Like yeah. you'll have somebody who's really outgoing on social media and they use a lot of exclamation marks, which is me. Um, and then um, and then you I go and sometimes. meet them. Yeah, I, I like exclamation marks. They're fun. Um, and then you go meet them and they're like this little quiet person who stands off in the corner and isn't anything like, it. or they're exactly like their thing. Um, I would yeah. like to think I'm exactly like my social media, which is, uh, hopefully a representation of me. But, um, I said that I met you and Allie and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, we should hang out with them. And she's like, ah, oh, soccer people. And I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 no. These are normal people. Yeah. These are normal people. Thank like, you. thank you. Yes. Yes. I mean, as normal as we can get for, for you guys, but. Um, I think the first time we went out, wasn't it? Didn't we go see a play? Yes, we did. I think that we did. was a yep. good play. Which was it? Was it the thriller? Was it the psychological thriller? It was Wolf something. It was. Um, it was some sort of a thriller. Yes. All I all I remember a... is going. Okay, so let me let me 
Yes. Let me share something with you here. And let me be honest. When you said we should go to this musical, I thought, fuck, I don't want to go to musical. Right. right. But I was like, you know what? Let me get out of my comfort zone. Let's go do this. Mm -hmm. And before we had a couple drinks and then after we had a couple drinks and we had a great time. So we go and it starts. And I mean, from the beginning, that musical was was great. Okay, good. I was I I was looking at it and I and I look over at Allie and I go, this is this is really good. So then, you know, intermission comes and then we're talking about it. I'm like, did you did you see that? Did you? Whoa, that's crazy. And then the end of it comes and I was like, oh, that was that was amazing. Right. I right. didn't I didn't think I was going to like it. I, I loved it. I, I always say uh, this was back whenever my sister worked at a theater. So we got I yeah, think we're, I'm pretty sure we got those tickets for free. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> sure we, we didn't spend any money on that. Um, but uh, I, I always said that if I didn't do a Galaxy podcast, I would probably do something on musical theater, which is I, I shouldn't. I have no qualifications to do whatsoever. <laughs> Um, but I do like, I like straight plays and I like, I like musical theater. I like musicals, that type of thing, but I'm glad you guys came and, and we did hang out that fun. way. My, my favorite, um, memory that we have though, is, is one of my favorite stories, a story I've told so many times on the podcast that people get okay. sick of hearing it. And I don't care. I will tell it again. Cause I enjoy this story. Uh, it was the celebration. I think it was the celebration after the 2014 MLS cup. Okay. I, I want to say that was correct. Uh, they had it down in Manhattan Beach, right? It was. Oh uh, yeah. It was down there. They had the little like they had a concert or or a thing. It wasn't even a concert. It was like a rally. Yeah. Um, in the yeah, evening. they had the stage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so I went down to cover it and and do my my reporting thing so I could do it, and that was fun, no problems. And so that got over with, and it was hey, good time. Everybody was having a good time. So we went to a bar, I think, and we had a couple beers, and I'm like, sweet, this is awesome. We'll do this. And then uh, we were all hungry, and we're like, hey, you're like, hey, I know a place that has some great tacos. Oh, and, oh okay, yeah. So we yes, were, uh, yes, it Go was you Hermosa it Beach. That was what it was, yes. We went, that's where they had the whole rally and stuff. And then all the players, and that was my first, that year is when I met AJ De La Garza. Right. So I met him the beginning of the season. So this, that whole friendship was, was still new. Right. So at the event, I say hi to him real quick. Cause he was like, Oh, I got to go do some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So they go upstairs. Uh, where was it? It was the Irish, Irish place bar. down there at the, at the end of the at the end of the the thing, but but I think we were downstairs, right? We had we yes. had beers downstairs. You knew, didn't you? Know, guys, know the barkeep, the the yes. the the bar the bar Mikey. guy. What? Yeah, Mikey. So so we got there. So we got beers, and that was great, and it was a whole deal. But I was hungry, and it was getting late. And you're like, I know a place that has good tacos, and so I think we uh -huh. walked over to. Is it the deck? The deck. Yes. Okay. So which which I believe at the time was owned by somebody owned by somebody who was or or at least operated by somebody who was working with the LA Galaxy there was a connection there was a Galaxy connection somewhere in there so Megan not yes. Megan AJ's wife right our other friend Megan she mm -hmm. is or she was yeah i think she's still a bartender there okay she was bartending that night yes and her husband at the time mm -hmm. was um he worked Cameraman. with Landon yeah, wasn't wasn't it? It was one of the cameramans. With, can't, can't, that's the cameraman. actual last name. It, it's cameraman, but there's yeah. twins. Yes, there's twins, and one of the cameramans works for U.S. Soccer, and one yes. of them works worked for the L.A. Galaxy. Every time I see his brother, or every time yes. I would see his brother, I'd go, "Wait, 
That's not wait, David. That's not. Yeah, huh? no, it was. Yeah, it was. It was always weird because I was always like, wait, the U.S. soccer guy is the gal. Is it the, they're the same? No, they're twins. OK, cool. Yes. So. So, so she was married. Yes. The cameraman. Mm-hmm. That's how when we went over there, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was like, oh, they have great tacos. Mm-hmm. So we get some tacos. And then she says, hey, do you guys want to do you guys want to see the cup? And that's right. The cup pictures. got brought out. And I went, wait, what? And she's like, yeah. Uh, I'll just have him bring the cup. And I said, you mean the MLS cup? Yes. She yes. goes, yeah. Mm-hmm. The guy brings it in. He puts it on the table for us and goes, okay, you guys have like 30 minutes with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. And, uh, and so you did that. There's, there's, you're, you're missing. Do you remember, in my, do in you my remember opinion, who, who, who uh, came in and took a shot with us? I remember who came and had tacos with me because it's yeah. a story that I talk about constantly and forever. <laughs> um, and, uh, and Dave Sarakin popped in. Yes. And Dave and I had known each other enough through me reporting that he recognized me whenever he came in. He's like, hey, he goes, I heard they have great tacos here. I'm like, Dave, they have the best tacos because we had already been eating the tacos. And I have a story about the tacos, too. So don't let me miss that. OK, um, so and then Dave Sarakin, who was the associate head coach for the LA Galaxy, he was an assistant under yeah. Bruce Arena, uh, came in there. And so we got to have tacos with Dave Sarakin because why yeah. not? After a 2014 MLS Cup, you get to talk to Dave Sarakin and got to just BS with him. It was great. Mm-hmm. And that's one of my claims to fame is that Dave Sarakin uh, and I had tacos. Not only did that lead to tacos, but eventually Dave gave me uh, his cell phone number as as I was covering the team. And so Dave used to come on the podcast a lot. And oh, nice. whenever I had whenever I had questions, I could just text Dave and yeah. sort of find out stuff. And he would set me straight whenever I was wrong. And, you know, all <laughs> but, which happens all the time. That's great. We love that. Whenever a player tells you, dude, you're so far off base. This is what's really happening. It's like, oh, yeah. thank you. Good. I'm glad I will be smarter next time. Um, Let me Dave, tell you. Yes. Oh, OK, no, go ahead. And you, do you, you said, do, do you want to hear my taco story? Yes. yes. Let yes. me finish tacos. OK. So the guy we got tacos from, um, the tacos Hector, were think, so right? absolutely correct. I was going to say, I still remember it. I still remember. Yeah. One of the reasons I remember Hector is I got his card that night because the tacos were so delicious. And I asked oh. him if he did catering and he was like, yeah. And I go, do you ever come down to Orange County? He goes, oh, no, it's too far. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, what if we made it worth your while? Would you come down to Orange County? He's like, well, maybe we'll see. There was a party later that year at my parents' house, and I got Hector to come down. Hector has been and catered my parents' house and I think one or two of my friends' weddings um, ever since that. Because like whenever he says he won't come down to Orange County, he's like, he, he's like, well, I charge like $7 a person or $9 yeah. a person or something like that to come down. He goes, if I came down to Orange County, I'd have to charge like $11 per person. And when you do the math on that, there's like, that's no money. Like, yeah. Whenever you figure out how many, and they're the best tacos. And I still dream about those tacos on a regular basis. Did so, you yeah. have him for your parents' uh, Christmas party? Probably, yes. I think he might've been a Christmas party um, or, or, or it was, or it was one of those. Um, uh, I'm embarrassed to say what the, what my parents call their parties in August. <laughs> and you may have been, <laughs> They call it hot August nights, which definitely okay. sounds like a 1980s porn. And I'm like, you guys got to stop calling it that. And nope, the email that's goes great. out every August called oh, hot August great. nights. So thank God the pandemic you know, was good for one thing. It stopped that for a little while. <laughs> Something good came out of it. Yes. yes. Sir. I was going to say that year you invited me to the Christmas party. Mm-hmm. I was excited to go. And mm-hmm. then I ended up picking up a trip. Yep. Because when I'm when I get into work mode, mm-hmm. I go. Oh, I have, I have things I want to do. Right. And I schedule them. Right. But not really. And then I go, 
okay. So I had I had your party at the end of the week. And I think either a Melbourne or a Sydney popped in. And all yeah, I like, saw was, you know, I'm on the computer. I go, oh, cool. Pick up. Yep. So I picked it up. I'm like, perfect. I'm good. And then I went, oh, shit. Now I can't go to the party. You, you missed I think that's when of, you told me you had the tacos. I think it was probably the tacos. It, it was. So tacos there. Um, Hector actually did, I think, our, our welcome party for my, my second marriage to, to my wife who's downstairs. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he did. That. I mean, we're talking about Hector has been in, involved in serious parts of the Guessman family, you know, progression here. Uh, through the as soon as this pandemic is over, Hector's going to get a call to come back down because I was going to say, when was the last time you had the tacos? Because now last, I'm feeding for was, them. Yeah, I know it was probably it was probably like not last summer, but the summer before because you know okay. we've been shut down for a year. Yeah. But, but basically, yeah, I mean, I I get I get that feeling for those tacos all the time. So every once in a while, I'm like non-pandemic times i would be tell my wife i'm like we need we need to go up to the deck and see if he's there like he might be there like i forget i think i can text him and or call him and be like are you gonna be there and then i can i can go there and just get tacos which is ridiculous but but god bless next time the next time you have a party and he's gonna be there yes um i'm in uh maybe i can invite myself are you you inviting yourself that seems that seems crude but yes (laughs) um yeah absolutely uh, i'm here for the tacos i'm out thank you guys (laughs) i think i think maybe he did the baby did he do the baby shower he might have done the baby shower the the last fall um like in october of yeah. not last year but the year before before uh my son jake was born he may have done the baby shower i can't remember 100 percent, but i'm pretty sure that was probably it so yeah tacos man. yeah but see that i would never have had those tacos and those tacos would not be part of my life had it not been for you and dave sarakin i i mostly blame dave sarakin because why would i give you <laughs> but dave sarakin so the other question I want to ask you is how did, were you always a galaxy fan? No. How did that happen? <clears throat> I played baseball. Okay. So I played soccer um, for most of my life, played soccer all the way through like my junior year in high school, uh, played baseball for all my life was a much better baseball player than it was soccer player. Um, so I had thoughts of, of possibly walking on at Arizona state, which is where I went to college for a while. Uh, realized that that's a lot of work because I was a dumb teenager who was like, you could play a game for a living. Why would you, why would you want to do that? No. Um, so uh, I went to school, got done with that. Uh, got heavily into college football. Uh, was a big Arizona State guy, even whenever I came back and moved back to California, because my my wife at the time, my ex-wife now, was a flight attendant for Southwest. Um, I could fly two games, like no big deal. It would yeah. just be a thing. I'd have a buddy pick me up and go to that. So I would do that for a while. Um, but I was getting fat and lazy because I wasn't doing any sports and stuff like that. So I'm like, I'm going to join a 35 and older soccer league okay. because they're allowed a certain number of unders and I can be an under. So I think I was like 26 at the time or 25 at the time. So I've done that before. Yeah, of course. You know, you're allowed to have like four unders on the field. So I was an under. So that was great. So I started doing that. So one time in 2008, um, late in the season, probably in 2008, they're like, hey, we're going to go to a Galaxy game. Uh, the, the the over 35 team and i'm like yeah. oh okay uh is that safe am i gonna get stabbed literally this is, <laughs> I'm, I'm such a moron um i just i was in a bubble i lived in a bubble and it was one of those right and i'm like, thinking it's like a it's like a dodger game yeah exactly <laughs> or Sitting out game. in the outfield yeah, yeah exactly right <laughs> like what's gonna happen and so they're like come on we'll go we'll get group tickets so we went and i think we sat up in the in the upper concourse on the on the east side and we went and i think the galaxy lost like seven to two Oh, wow. Most exciting thing that I got to see. I was like, this is amazing. 
why do I not have season tickets to this? So uh, I went, uh, I went back to the office and we have a family business that I work at. Um, and so I, I go to my dad, I'm like, why do we not have galaxy tickets? Like we should have season tickets. And he's like, well, how much are they? And so I told him, he's like, well, that's like, no, we had, we have tickets to theater. We have tickets to angels baseball. Yeah. At the time we were thinking about maybe getting some hockey tickets, right? Some ducks Ooh, and do a okay. little ducks and that would have been fun. Right. But whenever I told him what the cost of the galaxy tickets were, he was like, he was like, well, okay, go ahead and get them. Like, I don't care yeah. the whole deal. So we, so we started, I think in 2008 in that area. And so I started going to games and really I started, I had a, a friend who I played soccer with on that team who we became really good friends. And so he and I would go up and use the tickets all the time and just enjoy nice. it and had a good time. So we got locked in and hooked on it for a while. And, you know, we came in right at the worst time at 2008, which was the absolute, like sort of, well, it used to be the absolute bottom. There's new bottoms now, but that was yeah. an absolute bottom. Bruce Arena came in at the end of 2008. And we're like, oh, I wonder what Bruce is going to do. And then he started to revamp the team. And in 2009, next so thing I know. started in 2008 and then 2009, yeah. they go to MLS Cup. And I was there. I was at MLS Cup. I my wow. I, for for Christmas I said, "Hey mom, for Christmas just buy me this MLS Cup ticket." And so yeah. my my buddy Chad found the tickets, and his family lived in Seattle, so because oh, it was in great. Seattle at the time, yeah. right? And so he's like, "We can stay with them." So we're like, "Um, we we non rev no brainer." Yeah, we non revved up there, right? We oh, we bought our geez, tickets on the way. Look at that. Yeah. I, we, we bought our tickets on the way back because we were like, we knew that we had to get back for work on yeah. the Monday. Cause I think it was a Sunday evening game. Yeah. And so we knew we had to get back on Monday. And so we bought those tickets. Um, and then, so we non revved up there, almost didn't get on a flight in, in Oakland that would have screwed Ooh. some things up, but we made it no problems. Um, hung around. So the craziest that's, let's see, that was, that was that trip. So we went, uh, the galaxy losing a penalty kick shootout, man, Donovan yeah. missed, uh, Donovan Ricketts broke his arm. He, we, he broke his arm. I think right in front of us, we were right about Ooh. three rows off the field in the corner. Um, and heartbreaking. The, the, the best part was I went home on Southwest. So I went back through Oakland, um, and went down and the galaxy were playing salt Lake. Right. And this yeah. was, this was before they, this is when they did neutral site MLS cups. Chad flew on Delta through salt lake city so Ooh. his flight home was full of our celebrating rsl fans and horrible. he was like and he was like this is the worst thing ever and i'm like i'm sorry i don't i don't know what to tell you so um horrible. so yeah so anyway and 2009 was the year that we started the podcast um they were only half hour shows and we did it like once a week most weeks like every once in a while we wouldn't have one um which is hysterical because i do two shows a week now and they're each an hour at least an hour yeah um, but you know, that half hour thing really helped us sort of find a groove and, and get to the point of things and not mumble and not, this is what I have to think on this subject today. <laughs> we, hopefully we don't do that as much, um, anymore, but yeah, that was it. So that was 2009, then 2010 hits and the LA galaxy won the supporter shield, but get knocked out by Dallas. So that was another thing. And then 2011 MLS cup winner, 2012 MLS cup winner, 2013, little off year, little reset, Bruce resets, 2014 yeah. MLS cup winner. Um, in 2014, I had a chance to go to the white house. I think in 2015, I had a chance to go to the white house to cover the LA galaxy what? Uh, under, under president Obama when they were there with the Kings. And I was like, yeah, but you know, it's a long way to go and it's going to be expensive and the whole deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fucking moron. I don't want to oh, tell you man. that's, that is, that is one of my biggest regrets is that I didn't go and, and do that. So this is, this is what I hope for you. Yes. That you get that opportunity again. Yeah. and you do it I, I i it's one of the things that obviously is it would be high on my list of things to yeah do. so um yeah it was it was one of those but yeah i kicked that can down the curve oh well the Kelly galaxy will get back to mls cup again no problems <laughs> oh to be young and stupid um so yeah so i mean you know that's 
that that was sort of how I got locked into all that stuff and and started paying attention and certainly started from the fan perspective. We've shifted a little bit in terms of what I do, just because I I do cover the the LA Galaxy. I think fairly. Uh, I would like to say unbiased, but I'm certainly like rooted in the fact that I can't where I came from. So yeah. um, you know, I, I think I have a perspective that not a lot of people have, which is that uh, I get the news. I can understand the news. I call the galaxy out when they make mistakes all the time, which is not a problem for me. It doesn't hurt my feelings. I yeah. hurt their feelings, but it, it doesn't hurt mine. Um, and, you know, I hope I'm not like the the classic Homer. I'm not they released a kit today that I quite honestly think is the best kit that they ever released in the ever. And I said that, right. Um, and, when I and, saw it, my first, my first reaction to my, the kit was, you know, that that's the kit that I saw growing up. It's, it's, it's almost, I mean, it's a modern take on the 1997 home kit, which I was is like, well, it, it's so nice. Well, I think it's so nice that I'm going to, I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy a Jersey. Yeah. Well, oh, Mr. Mr. I'm not a galaxy fan anymore. Are you going to get AJ, AJ's number on it? Are you, you going to put 20, 20 on the back? Right before, right before I called you, I was thinking, I was like, you know what? I would like to do that, but I don't want to live in the past. Uh, that's good. That's good. So I'm, I'm definitely going to get a current galaxy right. player. Mm -hmm. Now I just don't know who. Yes. It's, it's a tough one. It's a, it's, I, I, I couldn't, um, I, you know, I, I, I've started uh, collecting more like of the older galaxy stuff just because uh, eventually I'd like to have a nice uh, office in my house that has yeah. sort of these jerseys as the backdrop to do my podcast and stuff. I'm never stopping That'd podcasting. Cool. I hope that I'm podcasting when I'm 90 something years old and I'm still covering the LA galaxy and they go, do you know who that is sitting in the corner? They're like, no, no. They're like, that's Josh Gessman. He started a podcast in 2009. Hasn't left since. He just he shows up every game. He gets he gets his cookies <laughs> at halftime. He he yells a oh, little yeah. bit about some some of the young whippersnapper coaches, and then he, <laughs> he he moves off into the thing. That's that's my goal in life, right there. That's my. That's I want to try to get some jerseys to put around in yeah the my studio studio slash yes spare room. I mean, you know, the pandemic. I, it's funny because you know that uh, at my office at work is where I normally do podcasts and stuff yes. like that but with the pandemic one and two my wife saying that i probably should be home to help take care of the the young whippersnapper uh, on yeah. occasion i can't just stay at work until 9 30 or 10 p.m on thursday <laughs> night which shows. is what i yes we're recording shows um and doing that stuff and you know the dude goes to bed at by seven so um you, you miss that time so i've had to shift here so now the our goal is to um is to eventually move and then i get to build basically my home podcast studio that will oh, have cool. you know the lighting and all the stuff that i have at my office which yeah is, oh that'd which be awesome fun. so but yeah so i've started collecting that stuff so the the night this this throwback this modern take on a throwback is is probably one that will end up in my collection just because uh, i understand sort of what yeah. that means to the history of the galaxy and why it just became i think the the fastest or the best kit launch ever in MLS history, that type of thing. So anyway, your listeners are talking nice. about soccer and, and, and kits that they've never seen before. I mean, if they haven't seen it, you guys should get online and check it out. Corner of the galaxy.com. There's an article up there. Just, just in case I, I see professional plug. Did you like that? I like that. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I'm learning a lot from you. Just, just segues. It's all about the segues. Yes. You know, I could, I could easily pick chicharitos. Right. Right. You that would be that that would be the easy pick. It would be. But see, here's the other thing. I don't know. I mean, I know Sebastian's on the team. 
So so Seba is is a good choice, definitely a fan favorite. I'll tell you the the strong choice right now among amongst people is is the young 19-year-old right back, Mr. Julian Araujo. Um, oh yeah. Recently featured in the in the, on the front page of the LA Times. Oh wow. Uh, uh, as as he has used his platform to help uh, migrant farm workers uh, up in the uh, the Central Valley or, or in the Lompoc area, the sort of in that area, uh, he's decided to take this on and and is doing it. He's doing a great job. He's 19 years old, way smarter than me, uh, way more driven than me. Um, just a great kid who's really sort of grown up as a man. And I would imagine that that dude will be with the Galaxy for maybe another 12 months, and then he's adios off to Europe because he's you that think? good. Yeah. Yeah, there was already sniffs around him that he might. Uh, Juventus was possibly interested. Um, oh, nice! I know there's some German clubs. There was, I think, maybe a there. There may have been a Liverpool mention in there. I can't remember if I'm getting him confused with a, a, another uh, another team. But yeah, so Julian Araujo, number two, same as one Mr. Todd Dunavant, if you Ooh, if you yes. remember back in the day. Oh yeah. Um. So so yeah, it's a that's kind of a fun one to get if you if you wanted to go with that. Okay. Right. I mean, I I was thinking also Steris. Uh, Dan, you know, Dan's an OC boy. Um, that's, now, no, he's, reason... not an, he's not an OC boy. I guess Dave Romney was the OC guy. Uh, Dan yeah. is a Southern California guy. Um, I, w- I was, so. I was thinking stairs cause I met him a couple times and Great I was guy. like, I just think like sometimes that's where my brain goes. If I see somebody, right. I'm like, Oh yeah, I've met him before. He's really nice. He's a re- he's nice. Yeah. That's, that's where my mind goes to. Right. And then, so you know, just... aside from everybody, like, you know, if it was. Like David Beckham. Yeah, all those yes, yes. like big all the, names. All the big names. Zlatan. Zlatan. Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, Dan you... Dan and his new, he just got married. Uh, they live not too far away from me, actually, where I'm here right now. So, oh, nice. Yeah, I'm sure I will eventually run into them. We're, we're that close. So, you know, then I'll have to be like. <laughs> Don't I know you? Have I talked to you before? <laughs> you? Do, do nobody 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 can recognize anybody with their masks on it's just it, it's all True. all nuts and crazy so you this I is the wear, best time to be a celebrity you can just i'll wear my mask and then sometimes mm-hmm. i wear a hat so, so then all you see is the eyes those smoldering and eyes then if, if i if i have a sweater on then it's even better because then nobody can tell because of my you know yeah yeah, I, I know you're constantly hounded because of this show. Seven shows in, and you already ran out of good guests. I would just like to no, point that no, out. don't even yes. say that. No, I'm saving. I'm saving. This is like the this is the sandwich. This is the, the sandwich. middle. The good stuff is in the middle. I'm I'm like the, I'm like the part of the sandwich that squeezed out and fell on the plate that you're going to eat later. You'll be happy about not it. At all. It'll not be a surprise, all. but you're it's like not the what you're really hoping to get. So. No, no, not at all. I was going to ask you, what did you think about Zlatan's time? At the galaxy. Uh, well, from a from a coverage perspective, from being a reporter and talking to him, um, amazing. So much fun. Uh, really nice to me. Really nice to a lot of people that I saw him interact with, um, which was, uh, I would say, uh, 180 degrees from what actually happened in the locker room. Um, but, you know, in terms of how he treated me, he was great and he was fun. And my position, it's funny because whenever we're in the scrum in the locker rooms, um, usually people stand in the same places. It's it's weird. And if somebody like stands in your spot, you're like, what? what? You know, it's like grade school. You're like, uh, we have assigned yeah. seats here, so you're going to have to move somewhere. <laughs> so my my assigned spot is always up against the whiteboard on the very like right next to the player. That's why I like okay. to stand right next to him. That I get good things. But I'm not going to lie. Every time I see 
when I see the interviews and I see them on YouTube and then I see you, I'm like, there's Josh, there's Josh, there's Josh, there's Josh. Yeah. right there. <laughs> I do that too. Same thing. I show my wife, look, there I am. There I am. Look, at, <laughs> look at this on the phone. She's like, I, I know what you look like. Um, but with Zlatan, uh, it was great because he would always come in and he's a giant of a man. I mean, just so tall. He's six foot five. Uh, his wingspan is probably six foot five. I swear it is so long. So he would talk with his hand sometimes and his hand would like go right past my face. So I'd be like moving oh, out wow. of the way and, and like talking like that. And uh, a couple of times he, he, he would like sort of put his hand on my shoulder. He's, he's like, you're getting faster, you know, that type of thing. Like I would move out of the way and he's like, yeah, he's like testing me. So he was great in terms of that. Always good for a soundbite. Um, I think you know, there's a, there's a lot of discussion within the fan base about whether or not uh, the Galaxy were just a soft team, a soft mental team, and they couldn't handle Zlatan's constant uh, berating. Uh, yeah. how, I would, I tend to push back against that. If you went to work every day where somebody screamed at you and told you you weren't doing your job right, you probably wouldn't enjoy work all that much. And in my mind, Zlatan had people he didn't like and yeah. he made it very well known that he didn't like you. So for all the Galaxy fans who were like, oh, well, the Galaxy should have kept Zlatan. I don't think Zlatan was coming back. And I don't think the Galaxy wanted them back. So it was a, it was time for them to go their other ways. Yeah. And obviously yeah. he's with uh, AC Milan and, and Serie A and doing ridiculous things at our, our age, Jesse. He's, he's our age. Um, I'm 39, so he is as old as me. Uh, and if I tried to do what he did, I would be in the hospital. Yeah, um, I mean, there's things that I try to do at the gym now, and then the next day I'm like, I can't fucking move. <laughs> I, I, I shouldn't have done that. That was stupid. That was that was stupid. Uh, the yeah. first time, the first time I met Zlatan, it was AJ came into play. Houston came into play. It was a night game. AJ got us some amazing seats. Right. He got us down in the uh, the tunnel before they come out, and and you know we're walking on the field and going to our seats, and I was like, yo, man. Like, these are nice seats you know we got to see everything i didn't like it mostly because aj gave up both of the goals uh-huh that led to them winning two to one okay okay so i wasn't happy tough night tough night he wasn't AJ. happy yes uh but the when he came out and i saw him i just i looked up and i thought holy shit dude just keeps going fucking huge oh yeah i mean it, it's funny because and his in, calves were like he, his body is a temple. Um, yeah, I mean, washboard stomach. He's he's ridiculous. And it, it's funny because so many times in Major League Soccer, it's not like whenever you go to a hockey game or if you go to a football game or if you even go to like an NBA game where there are just monsters that are, are lurking around. I mean, MLS guys are pretty average size like i'm yeah. taller than a lot of guys which makes me feel good um whenever i'm in Same. the locker room Same. yeah right it's like it's like <laughs> I can, yeah i can play this game i'm, just, I'm taller than you um and, and you look at that and soccer isn't necessarily a size sport but there are some big players i remember whenever i think tottenham came to play um the la galaxy and you saw their starting lineup and then you saw the la galaxy starting lineup and everybody in their starting lineup was like over six foot and you know the galaxy are starting guys like five two five four and you're like they're gonna get killed and yeah. they did. And, and there's a big gap there between the English Premier League and Major League Soccer, certainly. Um, but whenever you see Zlatan, you get that. It's like, well, who's going to guard him? Nobody. And it's like, okay, so which two guys are going to guard him? Mm, yeah. Probably nobody. And so what he was able to do and what we witnessed um, was the single most dominant goal scorer 
in major league soccer history. And you could say he didn't win the golden boot and he didn't. And if he had a better team, he probably would have. Um, But just the way that he was able to go out there when everybody on that field knew that he was going to score and they were going to try to stop him and he'd still score. And you're like, Oh, okay. It, It was, we used to play a game in the press box. I'm like, so could Zlatan score four goals in a game? And everybody's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Could Zlatan score five goals in a game? Probably. Yeah. Could Zlatan score six goals in a game? Can you tell me there's a number where you would stop? Like when you eventually you just start to get ridiculous numbers where like seven, eight, nine. That's a but good it, point. But you can't stop at five and be like, well, Zlatan could never score five goals. He absolutely could score five yeah. goals in a game. Uh, six goals. Yep. That's possible. Seven. Mm, okay. It's, you probably run out of time more than anything else, right? That, yeah. Just to, just to do that. But in a certain situation, but that's the kind of player uh, he was. Alexi Lawless used to tell me, that um, whenever you talk to him about, I think the 2002 or or I think it was the 2002 team uh, with Carlos Ruiz on it, he said Fish, Carlos Ruiz's nickname, because you know whenever Fish was on the team, before we even got on the field, we knew he was going to score a goal, so we already knew we were up one nothing. He goes, "That's yeah. a cool thing to be able to walk out on the field. No, you're already winning one nothing, and before the game has even started, right?" And I think a lot of that, if the Galaxy had any semblance of a defense or a defensive mindset, um, if that, any of that stuff happened, you would have walked on the field knowing that you were already winning one nothing with Zlatan. So having said that, he was great. He was amazing. He was great for MLS. Um, I think it was fine that the Galaxy separated the time, separated when they did. And, um, you know, it's a memory that, that I think, I mean, <laughs> the single biggest regular season game in Galaxy history, in original, and I think in, in MLS history, is Zlatan Ibrahimovic scoring those two goals coming off the bench uh, against LAFC in the first El Tropico. Yeah. I mean, I was there in the stadium. I've never heard the stadium sound like that. I would, people will disagree with me. I think it was rowdier and crazier than any MLS Cup has ever been. It was just really? an absolute ridiculous day. The, the whole, there was energy in the stadium before it even started. Uh, you had the LAFC fans who were all hyped up. You had the LA Galaxy fans who were hyped up. They were yelling at people in the stands. Zlatan had just like landed um, after we had tracked him on the podcast on like Flight Finder all the way. Oh, from, wow, really? Oh, yeah, we got him. Uh, we got the whole thing. As a matter of fact, I think we got, um, I'm trying to think. That wasn't the one. We got Chicharito. Whenever Chicharito's plane landed, we had yeah. somebody actually at LAX who I know uh, got video of Oh no shit! Landed, and so we got that and put it out. Oh, that's um, that's awesome. That's that's when my aviation connections come in too. Um, so we got that. But Zlatan landed, like he was at the 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 airport, and people were like meeting him and stuff like that. It was crazy. And then like two days later, the dude player, or the day later, he played in that game, yeah, and it's just game. ridiculous thing. One of the craziest sporting moments I've ever been a part of. The sound, the press box made a sound. I mean, the press box never makes a sound. The press <laughs> box went, "Holy shit! What did we just see?" You know, I saw that game because that was what the that was AJ's first season in Houston. Was it? No, uh, no, I think second, it was second. Yeah, season. second because it was 2018. Yes. So 2017 was whenever AJ got moved. So I'm watching it in Houston and they go down, you know, three zero. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ha, that's what you get for tw- trading my boy. I was still yeah. Yeah, no, that's fine. sour There's, about it. There are plenty of Galaxy fans who are still on on your side on that one, and and I would agree. I still think that the Galaxy man. I'm like, still good. Yeah. And then you know the Gal, you know Galaxy come back with one, you know three one, and then okay. Mm-hmm. Then, and then at the end of the at the end of the game, I went, "What the hell did I just see? Like that was that was insane." I have I have text messages. I had text messages from people who never watched soccer who were going, "What the hell did I just watch?" Right, the whole deal, and I'm like, "Mm-hmm." 
I had some of my friends text texting me who don't watch soccer. They're like, Hey, uh, do you know this game's going on? And I went, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I'm well aware. Thank you. Yes. Yes. The (laughs) biggest game in major league soccer at the time, the miracle, I think March 31st. Uh, 2018 was the was the exact it's a miracle on March 31st, Hollywood ending, everything that you imagine, every script. It, and it was funny because it, it's sort of a cliche, but if like you wrote that in a script, people would be like, nah, that, does, that won't happen. Like right? that's not that's not something that happens. Yeah. 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 It happened. Can I play a little game with you? You you can. I'm not good at games. So well, hopefully, hopefully you are. I think I think you'll be great at this. If one. it if it's galaxy related, I would like you to understand my knowledge of the galaxy is like a goldfish. I remember the day before <laughs> and the day after, and that's about it. But go ahead, please. Well, please, what please. I was going to ask you is, do you think Zlatan would have fared better with a different team in Major League Soccer? Yes. Yeah, I mean, yes, you have to say that. I don't know. You go back and I, I flip flop on this and I think about this a lot. Uh, if you go back to 2018, the Galaxy had Ola Kamara on the team as well. Yes. Um, they had some good players in 2018. 2019. Which, did, they, did they get rid of Ola in he, the middle? He, of he wanted out after that season. And so just before the 2019 season, they, oh, okay. they traded him, I think, to China. There was a transfer out to China and he went to play for them. And the Galaxy got a whole bunch of money, which allowed them to bring in like Joe Corona and some other players. And oh, okay, okay. overall, it was a good sort of move at the time. You're sort of like, I get it. You know, he doesn't really fit the system, blah, 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 the whole deal. But I mean, that ultimately hurt them because Ola Kamara was a very good player and they got rid yeah. of him. And and what they got back wasn't exactly good. So, um, yeah, I think if there was any sort of team that was sort of put together, I mean, 2017 was a horrible year for the LA Galaxy. They got rid of AJ. They decided to go young and they didn't they didn't successfully do that um, at all. In fact, I think they wasted a whole bunch of people's careers, uh, which is sad to think that if you're a professional athlete, that you get to the point where you're finally a starter on your senior team and that management is so inept that they ruin your career and you ne- probably never play professional soccer again. There's a bunch of people on that team who happened to who that happened to in 2017. Uh, and then 2018 comes around and Zlatan comes in and I mean, just, Oh, Hey, there's some hope here. And the galaxy should have made the playoffs. That team was better then they sh- then they they played in 2018 and then 2019 they do make the playoffs with Zlatan, but they weren't as good as a team I think in 2018, um, and so and then 2020 comes around and you know they they fell off a cliff again. But there's lots of reasons for that that you know I've spent hundreds of hours dissecting with on our podcast. But yeah, you know aside aside from the aside from the part that AJ got traded away, which. I, I on my on my first episode I shared the feeling I had was I, I was I was upset that they got rid of him because mm-hmm. I I was very selfish and I didn't I didn't want him to leave LA. Right, absolutely. I didn't want him to leave LA because I didn't want him to leave the team. Right. And I didn't want him, I didn't I didn't want to lose a friend mm-hmm. to go somewhere else. Now mm-hmm. because of my job being a flight attendant you know, I told him, oh, you know, we'll go visit you. And it was one yep. of those things at the time you say, and you really don't think, oh, it's going to actually happen. Right. Right. But then it was really cool for me and Allie that we were able to follow him to Houston. Yep. And I mean, we were there. We were there almost every other month. Right. And if I wasn't there, Allie would go one month and then I'd go the next month. And it was, you know, like if we, it was usually like work conflict with me and Allie. So we weren't always there together but we did find time to go um so after that i was like in my head i thought okay i can still see my friend right 
then I started turning the focus to like, okay, this is a team that I grew up playing with Mm -hmm. that they're the reason why I started watching MLS. I can't, I'm not just going to drop them like that. Right. And then to see them just hemorrhage goals. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, there was times they were up to zero. Yeah. And then, and then they lose. And I thought like, what, what are they doing? Yeah, far from the 2011 teams that would score like one goal and you'd be like, oh, game's over. Galaxy and, they, won. and they'd hold it. And they hold it, not a problem. And same 2012 was was similar to that. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's lots of reasons for that. Uh, I certainly think getting rid of people who who knew what it meant to play positions, somebody like AJ was was a, a mistake. And I can understand why the LA Galaxy and the management who were there at the time thought that was a good idea because they thought lots of things were good ideas that yeah. were horrible ideas. And so you go and look at that and say, well, you know, people got fired. I mean, you know, that that, that 2017 team was blamed on Kurt Anolfo, um, which, by the way, one of the greatest coaches in the history of U.S. soccer thinks so much of that he hired him again at New England. So Kurt Anolfo is, it joined Bruce Arena there again. Uh, so that way they could work together. Um, and then, you know, you watch 2018 and 2019, um, it was it was just a series of, of follies and mistakes and and no real um, and I think they're they, I almost feel like they're using it as a crutch but that you know they talk about team culture well they lost culture they lost culture with who they lost they lost people like AJ de la Garza who knew what it meant to be an LA Galaxy player and to be a championship winning player with the LA Galaxy they knew how yeah. what it meant to win um, you know you start going back on some of these teams try to find somebody who's won an MLS Cup on the LA Galaxy. Um, there aren't that many people who have done it and you need that understanding of, of what it takes to win. I always say, uh, winning an MLS cup is really, really hard and it's only gotten harder in MLS as, as the teams have expanded. Um, and I sometimes think the players don't get that because players are, they're not stupid, but they're, they're, they like to be ignorant to the fact that it's a lot of hard work, right? Cause they're playing a game. They're going to work really hard regardless. They're always going to try to win games. Like they don't like losing. That's, that's yeah. a professional athlete. Makes sense. But I think they're, they're almost like, well, you, you know, you can make it. I think there's so much luck that is involved um, and so much understanding and, and you have to have a good locker room. When you talk about Zlatan, like the locker room wasn't good, but the locker room is either bad because the locker room is bad or the locker room is bad because you're losing, uh, lose a lot and see if the, your locker room stays well. It won't. Yeah. Um, and as a reporter, I can tell you that whenever teams are losing and hemorrhaging goals and doing that stuff, people are more likely to reach out and talk to you um, off the record and give you insight than it is on a much happier team that's on its way to MLS Cup where everybody's like, no, dude, we're good. Everything's fine. There's yeah. no story here. You know, there's <laughs> lots of stories in a locker room when you're you're getting your butt kicked and Zlatan's, you know, reaming people on a regular basis. So um, so that's sort of, you know, that that's the, the, the difference. I can understand that. I mean. Uh, I'll say this, and and certainly I understand the ups and the downs. Whenever you look at 2009, how much of a that team was a surprise entrance at at, at MLS Cup? It was sort of like, oh my god, you know, the, they're back at MLS Cup. How did that happen? Look at the year, yeah. and it was it was especially sort of, like you said the year before that. Yeah, it was horrible. 2007, 2008 are, are horrible years for Galaxy fans. Most much like 2017 and 2020 are whole horrible years for Galaxy fans. Um, but when you look at that, the disappointment in 2009. And then whenever you're that good in the regular season in 2010 and you get knocked out of the playoffs, um, that disappointment just made 2011 that much better. And it made 2012 worth it. And winning an MLS Cup is hard. Winning a back-to-back MLS Cup is almost impossible. And so people talking about a three-peat and stuff like that, like, man, you're like winning the lottery. You have to have just a team that knows 
what it means to work as hard as they need to in order to get to to those different places. And there's just that that institutional knowledge is not there right now. Yeah. You know, I'm happy to see that Juninho and Marcelo are back right. with the Galaxy in, 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 a co- in a coaching capacity because uh, they, were, they were also two of my favorite players that played midfield. You'd watch them, and I thought, man, these guys can do whatever they want. Yeah. I mean, I, that's probably the last time they had a Galaxy had a cohesive midfield because you get into the Steven Gerrard years, and that sort of fell off. Um, and then, um, then there really hasn't been much of a good midfield there right yeah. now. Um, they're great. I, you look at who the LA Galaxy have brought back, and uh, you hope it works out because you got Janino, you got Marcelo Sarvas, uh, Kevin Hartman's the goalkeeper coach now. You have yeah, Van who was who was like a, a ridiculously underrated defender for the LA Galaxy uh, in his time. Uh, you have Dan Kalichman, the first captain for the LA Galaxy ever. So they have this link. It's it's weird how this kit lines up, right? Because we talked about the kit that's a throwback to the 1997. Um, that's like an 18 month process to get that kit done. Okay. So that means it was done before Greg Vandy came back. It yeah. was done before Dan Kalichman came back. It was done before Kevin Hartman, you know, decided to to leave his position in the front office of the galaxy and move down to be the goalkeeping coach. So you look at those and you say, you know, is this everything aligning for them? Because there is that nod to the past, but you have Vanny who was determined to be like, yes, that's the past. You have to understand that that's what happened. But if you're going to rely on that, um, then you, you need to get off my field. Basically. He talked about playing, uh, practicing at the Rose bowl. We had him on, um, a couple days after he signed uh, with the LA galaxy and they made the announcement. We had him on the, oh, okay. the podcast and he was in his hotel room, uh, because he hadn't found a place yet. So he's at his hotel room. He's chilling yeah. on a zoom session with uh, me and my co-host Eric. And we're talking to him and he's like, man, he goes, you know, in 1996, whenever we were practicing for the LA galaxy, we used to have to, it would be outside the Rose bowl on the grass outside the Rose bowl, like on a field. Oh, really? the, yeah. And he goes, and we had to, before practice started, we'd have to walk through the grass there and make sure we got any of the glass out of the grass that was in the way. So he, like, we had to walk through and find stuff that was on the field and like throw it out of the because way. People would tailgate outside. Yeah. People would tailgate like and stuff, but like, it, that's the practice field they had in 1996 was that they would have to clear it of glass before they yeah. played. And I'm like, and in my mind, and, and I, you know, I think we said this after he, he went off the podcast and we talked a little bit on the show, but I'm like, if he doesn't take them back to the Rose bowl to practice outside, side of that stadium and so he could tell them the story like i don't know it, maybe i watch too many movies but that's like the That'd movie shot cool. that you want to see right he yeah. should have them go back there and be like all right now pick up glass let's get this let's get this going let's get this out of here and then let's have yeah. a practice back you to know? basics yeah. wow and that's crazy so, you know it's almost it's got like rudy vibes to it all of a sudden rudy rudy did you ever watch that movie <laughs> oh yeah watch that movie right oh, you yeah. cry yeah you cry yeah, whenever it comes out cries every time okay. yeah it's a, it's a great movie you yeah. know with everything aligning with the galaxy, mm-hmm. I do want them to have success. Mm-hmm. But that being said, uh-huh. there's a big but. I can feel that. Yes. Huge but. I would love for AJ to win at least two more uh-huh. championships. Right. And then, you know, whatever happens after that happens. Whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, I think. And, and because my, this is my, my opinion. Mm-hmm. Bruce was so close to MLS Cup last year. Mm-hmm. He was it close. Kind of gives me 2009 vibes, 2010. It's going to be interesting. I think Columbus is a very, very good team and they got better in the offseason. Um, but it takes a lot of motivation for a team to repeat as MLS Cup. And plus, 
this is going to be a full season. We're going to have 34 games, or at least that's yeah. the idea. There's going to be 34 games. The 23 slash 22 games that got played last year um, was not an accurate representation, I think, of, of really what teams were the best teams. So I think you're going to see different teams rise to the top. We'll see. I'm never going to count Bruce Arena out. And I, I, I warped and preached under the school of Bruce Arena. I mean, that... <laughs> He may have not known my name because he used to call me John Guzman, which is just, <laughs> which is great. Which I just, yeah, I, sure. Whatever. Yeah. I'm like, you got it. And by the way, uh, that story happens whenever it was an, I think it was before MLS cup 2014. I think that was the one. And uh, it was the media event before that. So the night before MLS cup, there's some, usually a media mixer where all the media members go to drink a whole bunch. And so it was down in Manhattan beach. And we went down there and they had like the whole bar was just media members and stuff like that. Nice. And towards the, and so I'm standing at a table getting fairly tipsy with a be- <laughs> bunch of the, the media, the media guys who, who I had driven down there. And I think my wife was with me. So we, I had her be our DD. Yeah. Um, and so we came down there. So I'm, I'm drinking, having a good time. And I'm, I told her to come back and pick me up in a little while. And she's like, okay, no problems. And so I see Bruce Arena sitting over in the corner all of a sudden. He's sitting there, has a nice big glass of red wine, right? As Bruce would. Bruce would only drink a nice, like heavy, um, maybe Merlot or something like okay. that. You know, that's, I, I imagine it's just a big goblet. He's got it cupped in his hand. <laughs> He's sitting over in the corner. And I'm like, hey guys, he was just on my podcast, like, three weeks ago so i'm gonna go say hi to him like hold it i'm i am tipsy i'm not drunk but i'm tipsy <laughs> i'm just i'm like i'm gonna go i'm gonna go talk to him enough to where i didn't ha- i wasn't nervous about it i was like okay ah, okay he was just on my podcast of course he's gonna remember me the whole deal so I go over there i go hey bruce josh guessman corner of the galaxy just wanted to say you know thank you so much for coming on the podcast everybody really enjoyed it and uh you know i've yeah, i've been covering you for a while i really appreciate it, all the time that you took the whole deal so i gave him like my, my whole little soft shoe that thing yeah. like that and bruce looks at me and i think bruce was a little tipsy i'm gonna say that and it'll make me feel better it was a little tipsy he probably couldn't hear that well and so he goes john guzman it's a pleasure. I really appreciate it. I go, thanks, Bruce. Turn around and walk over to the guys. And one of the guys goes, goes, did he call you John Guzman? I go, you will shut the fuck up. I go, I don't want to hear any of that. And oh, so for the great. for the, I think for the rest of that that MLS Cup in 2014, um, which the LA Galaxy ended up winning, um, I got called John Guzman by most of the media members. So it was a good time. And oh, that's, that's still awesome. sort of my nickname. That's one of my nicknames that I have. I have, I have a Bruce Arena story that oh. I want to tell you off air. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, most of the good Bruce Arena stories are off the air. So, the, uh, well, one time. Oh, well. Here's here's another one. I was with when AJ came into town when he got hurt at the um, with his first when he was in Houston for his first season. He tore his ACL, and he came back to LA to get uh, surgery. So he came out. He stayed with me, so I'm driving him around, and we're going we're going down the street in Manhattan beach and he sees Bruce and he goes, Oh, Hey coach, what's up? And then I, I was, I felt really cool cause I'm with AJ. Right. And he goes, Oh, Hey. And then I go, Oh, Hey coach, what's up? He goes, oh, Hey, he looked as if he knew me. He made right. it seem like he knew me. He didn't right. know who the fuck I was. No, 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 no truth. But it was just nice. And then I told Ali, I said, you'll, you'll never know who I met the other day. Cause she was at work. She, she was gone flying so she gets back and i go you'll never guess who i met and she's like who i bruce i met bruce and she goes oh how was he i was like oh my god he was so nice he was so cool and she's like did he know who you were i go 
fuck no. I go, but he made me feel like he knew who I was. Yes. That was amazing. Yes. Like, yes. Oh, okay. Bruce's Bruce's was one of a kind always was. And, uh, from a coverage perspective, another guy who was fun. Hey Bruce. So, uh, what's wrong? What about this formation? Famous formations. You guys get too caught up in numbers all the time. He goes, you know what? Formations are a starting point. And then the whistle blows and everything gets mixed up. So blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah. And except Bruce was very good at tactical stuff. So like, he was always just sandbagging you. He didn't want to yeah. explain it to us. Cause he's like, you guys are morons and we don't, I don't want to deal with you. But like, he was nice in that way, but he yeah. wasn't nice at all. He's very much East coast, um, you know, smart acidness or, uh, you know, if, if Bruce gave you crap, then the best thing you could do was give it back to him because yeah. then he would he'd give you a little tap kit a little tip of the cap and be like oh yeah okay that's cool yeah I, I get it so you know Zlatan was kind of that way too he was it was, was, it? was like yeah if you know he would say something and as long as you were on your game you were fine but I mean he would eviscerate people once he figured out that they didn't know like somebody would come in and they weren't a regular and they would ask a question it would be a stupid question yeah um and he would just uh, they were gone I mean they were little piles of dust whenever it happened well, I can't so. I can only imagine Dude, some of the questions we get, like so the uh, as a beat reporter, I know most of the guys, they know me, so I can ask questions, but I also kind of know questions to ask that are good questions. I, I won't say good questions. I, I'm sure people think I ask stupid questions on occasion, <laughs> um, but I, I try to ask questions that are you know relevant to what is going on. And yeah. so I remember Landon Donovan one time, um, we were sitting in a scrum, and this was back in the day when everybody would huddle around locker rooms. David Beckham was probably still there, so we used to go stand around David Beckham's locker, and then he would come out and like talk to us while he was changing and stuff like that. It's, it's weird. Locker rooms are weird, but <laughs> you know, it's one of those things you put up with. So I remember Landon. Oh, sitting, speaking of okay, yes. so I have sorry, I have a yes. Bruce Arena story off air and a uh, Beckham story off air. I want to okay. You're gonna have to start a new podcast called Off the Air. Off the if air. If, yeah, <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna tell all the good stories. So Landon Landon was at the in the center of a scrum and we're all there and there was like some entertainment reporter that was there from some show and we were like, okay, so she's there and so we're all asking questions and I think I think Landon I think they had lost the game and so usually. No music playing in the locker room. Yeah. It's very quiet. It's very subdued. Everybody talks. So, you know, whenever you ask a question when they went, Landon, so tell me about your goal and what you saw from the, well, the whole deal. And Landon would be, oh, well, this is what I saw, the whole deal. And when they lose, it's like, so, um, you know, what did you see on your goal that, you know, so there's a different tone. You put yeah, in yeah, yeah, of course. So we're all in our you lost tone, which is, hey, Landon, you know, where do you guys go from here? Yeah. What's, the, what's the next step that you see that, you know, sort of get back on track, the whole deal. And then this entertainment reporter goes, goes, Landon Donovan, you're one of the, how does it feel to be one of the best uh, soccer players in the history of the United States? And we're all like, what is going on? And he goes, great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And, and, hey, hey, and then lady. we go right back. Read the room. <laughs> read, read the room. Read the room. Yeah, that was one of those. It's sort of Ugh. you know. I I remember whenever I first started like doing um going in the locker room that if you were too happy in the locker room afterwards that you would get yelled at by the players. Like oh, they would man. be like they would be like they would be like hey we just lost a fucking game how about you have some respect like you had there was a tone and so that tone was set and you understand I, it's their workplace. I understand yeah. that's not a problem. I would never feel bad, but I also am not in there cracking jokes after a loss or something like that. I you, again, read the room, understand yeah. what's going on now. Whenever they win, there's usually like rap music playing that we're like, you guys got to turn that down. Come on. <laughs> we're, we're trying to do interviews here you yeah. know, and they're dropping the F bomb behind everything. I'm like, I have a PG channel. I don't, I don't swear. I don't want to bleep this out. Yeah. So and everything else. So 
yeah, that's that, that's sort of so yeah, Bruce and all that guys. I mean, you know, I've gotten to meet to, to, to tie it back a little bit, but I've gotten to meet so many amazing people. I mean, you know, I met you, I met you and Allie, um, and I, I've met friends who I consider very good friends who you know have been following the galaxy and doing stuff. I mean, I'm old now; I'm almost forty years old, and I've been doing this since like I was twenty six. Hey, I'm thirty eight. We're not old. <laughs> speak we're for just, yourself sir. we're just nicely aged <laughs> <laughs> speak for, do you see this hair up here it's i i buzzed it a little bit too short and i'm afraid it's never coming back now so you know you still have a full head of hair um yeah, so you know i'm sure you're probably getting laid on a regular basis too so congratulations <laughs> to that as well you, i have a you. baby i have a baby i have a dog and i have no hair so i, I think i think my time is coming up no you're you're like you're you're like a fine glass of wine <laughs> <laughs> the Bruce Arena is holding it. The John Guzman. <laughs> there we go. Line. Yes. Very good. Hey, man, uh, I won't take up too much of your time anymore. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. And I would love to have you again to continue talking about soccer and anything else. Yeah, I was going to say, whenever you run out of guests again is what it's going to be, <laughs> which is fine. I, I'm, I'm happy to be a place for I love doing podcasts uh, where I don't have to do any prep work, where I'm the guest. It's great. I don't know how people, I don't know why everybody doesn't do a podcast. Be a guest on a podcast. Great. Easiest thing you've ever done. No, no, no homework required. You don't have to write show notes. You don't have to do any of that stuff. Uh, uh, I know you were writing show notes and you did a great job and you sent them to me and everything. And I said, I don't need those because I'm the guest. It doesn't matter. I'll talk about whatever. You thank you. Thank about. you. So so I read through them and, and made sure we stayed, you know, in the general sense of things yeah. on there. But uh, no, man. Hey, good luck on the on the podcast. I know uh, if I give you any bit of on air podcasting advice, uh, it would be uh, to keep going because your first ones suck. And they're going to suck for a while. Um, and if you're, hey, maybe you're, maybe you're already better. Maybe you're already past the sucky stage. No, and you're not because nobody is. I don't care who they are. You have to get past it. So, um, you know, keep sucking is basically what I'm going to say. And eventually you'll suck less. Um, and I think after you get about 800 shows under your belt, you then, might be okay. Then, then, then I'll get better. You might be okay. okay <laughs> I think it's the first hundred hours is what they actually say. So just remember that first, you have to do a hundred hours before you're going to get good at this. Okay. Um, and that goes for anybody who, who does this. So uh, keep it up, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that interview with me and Josh Gessman. Uh, I had a lot of fun recording with Josh. And once again, Josh, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. A quick story I want to share is after AJ left uh, the LA Galaxy, well, after he was traded away, when I would walk around the LA area with AJ's Houston Dynamo jersey, people would see the Houston uh, logo, you know, on the front, and people people would tell me, uh, you know, hey, fuck Houston. And I go, yeah, okay, cool. And then I turn around and they see AJ's name. You know, they'd see Delagar's at number 20. And they'd go, oh, hey, man, sorry. Uh, I like AJ, too. And I'd go, oh, cool, yeah. And then same thing would happen when I would go in the stadium. Uh, when I'd go watch him when he came to play L.A., uh, when he played the Galaxy. I'd be walking around and I would initially hear, Hey, fuck you, Houston sucks. And I go, yep. And then they'd see the back of my jersey and they go, hey, man, sorry. Uh, I love AJ. And I go, yeah, yeah, me too. That's why I'm wearing his jersey. And then it happened also when I was, uh, when I went to go see him when they played LAFC. So that was just funny that I would get such a 
angry reaction just from the front of my jersey, but then I would get love uh, just the moment they would see the back, which I think is a huge testament to the kind of player and professional uh, AJ Delagarge is. So, and uh, yeah, I'm happy to call him my friend. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and uh, we'll see you next week. A little more original music by me. Let's see if I can do ooh some some uh some Regtron. Regtron. The Jesus show, not that one.